The Carmichael Dave Show. He's on the microphone when he's not on the microphone. He's playing a song, and when he's not playing a song, he's on the microphone, and then boom! With Jason Ross. No, he didn't! Yes, he did! Call or text at 916-339-1140. It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross on Sacktown Sports. Took a screenshot. This is an car. This is an well. That you know, you gotta love the the angry shows. No, not the Australian Open oh, booth, okay. which is yeah, it is a clown car. Yeah. You got John and Patrick McEnroe and Chris Fowler all sitting on everyone's lap in yeah. each other's lap. It's weird. Um, and no, I didn't take a screenshot. The uh, going to break. One of them was like, uh, if Debo said. <laughs> Debo Samuel can't play in the NFC Championship game. Does that hurt the Niners? <laughs> no. It, yeah. it, no, it's no, great. It helps them. No, I thought this was interesting. So, Cowboys offseason is just awesome. C.D. Lamb's mother says, quote, Dak isn't it. Dak Prescott's brother, Tad Pro- Posts, trust me, if I could get Dak to leave Dallas, I would. And he tags Dak on social media. Micah Parsons' brother, Terrence, says, quote, take $40 million or pack your bags about Dak Prescott. Wow. So, you got, they're not all, you know, everyone basically is Jackson Mahomes. Yeah. In one way or the other. Things are smoother for the Niners. Just shut up, family. Yeah, yeah joining us right now, he's not Jackson Mahomes. He's Emil Fragoso, and he joins us for Niners at 9. Good morning, Emil. Good morning, boys. And thank goodness I'm not Jackson Mahomes, because at least I can go on the field. Woof. Seriously. Wow. Wow. Look at that. Yeah, was that was that you that got that pretty cool uh view of the Niners coming out of the locker room? Was that was that your camera I saw? That was me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, you gotta be honest. Like that's cool. Little tiny baby Emil, all dressed in golden fleece at Arizona State, dreaming about you know what he'd do later in life. There had, there had to be a little party that was like, oh, little Emil would have been uh, little Emiliano. Would, yeah. He would have, as our boss says, he would have been tickled to know that he was going to be front and center. It made the Walter Cronkite school seem all that worth it, didn't it? Yeah. Just to give some, I guess, some background history for the, ever, everyone listening. My last semester of, of of college, when I was graduating, I was covering a community college soccer team. So wow. to go from that to here, I mean, just blessing on blessings on blessings. Well, and you're one more Niner win from covering your first Super Bowl. Yeah, it's it's special. And we thought it could happen last year. And then obviously the Eagles game happened. And this year feels even more likely because it's a home game. So fingers crossed that we'll see what happens. Well, I want to ask you a four down territory question mm-hmm. uh, that we used earlier. I'm curious. Odds to win the Super Bowl are as follows. 49ers, 47%. Ravens 27 and a half chiefs, 15.7 lions, 9.8. Do those seem right to you? They don't, but it's also the 49ers and they're going to get the favorites just because they've been for most of the season, the, the best stacked team. They have the most talent on the roster, top to bottom for every position. But at the same time, like you said, Dave, cause I was listening earlier, the Ravens just went into San Francisco right? and beat the crap out of them. They just went in there and smacked him around. Brock Brady had one of his worst games of the season. Not in rain, by the way, in dry conditions. They they smacked him around, just saying. The Ravens are the best team in the NFL right now. I think they showed that against the Niners in a mono-e-mono clash. 
maybe just wasn't the Niners night. Maybe they'll respawn differently if it comes down to the Super Bowl. But I do think that the odds should be more in the favor of the Ravens winning it than the Niners. I think it's closer. I do mm. think it's closer, like you said. But I would have it more like 40% Ravens and 30% Niners. Talking with our Sacktown Sports 49ers insider, Emil Fergoso. Emil, of course, brought to you by our friends at Timber Creek. You know, they got golf, but check out other things out there as well. If you're interested in the, their ballroom, they got things for social events, wedding activities, anything you might want out there at Timber Creek. So, Emil, let's go back to um, last week where the Niners, I, I still took it as an encouraging thing. I don't think they played their best. They had to chase the game, something they're not great at. Uh, Purdy was not at his best. But they found a way to win. So not a typical Niners-style game. Um, you know, I think they need to avoid that again this week with Detroit. But what were your thoughts on getting through a game against Green Bay where they were very vulnerable to lose that one? Yeah, my my thoughts watching that game was I was there the whole time. And it, it was a... It was it was gl- it was dim. It was not good in the, in the media room watching that game. There were so many ups and downs, and people were upset. And we were getting ready to write the hit pieces and everything about the, about this season because this was the year you had to get it done. And you're going to come out flat after two weeks off against the Green. Yes, the Green Packers are red hot, but the fourth youngest team in the NFL, and you're not going to deliver the way you were supposed to. And that's what happens sometimes with teams that are a little over themselves can 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 think that they are going to get to that mountain, they, they miss a step. So I think that the, because the Niners got through this game, got over it, got the relief of winning the gritty, grimy game in the rain, it's only going to propel them further to have an emphasis and a point of emphasis against the Lions this week. Do we have any update at all on Debo Samuel other than, uh, as you can you can see behind us, we're only showing half of Debo because he's 50-50. He's, he's 50-50. Yeah. That was a little Easter egg for the YouTube listeners and viewers. Do we have any update beyond that on Debo? And what is your sense as far as will he or won't he play? Yeah, so getting off the phone with Kyle on Monday, he revealed that there are no fractures to Debo Samuel. Um, <laughs> they wow. gave me that face. They gave me that face. <laughs> getting off the phone with Kyle. I, 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 got off the phone. I got off the phone with Kyle. I mean, that is some insider stuff, right? Was just like, I, not even Coach Shanahan yeah, and not Kyle. even like a, a, a media caller. Well, you know, I was getting off the phone with Kyle the other day. That's fantastic. It's really interesting. None of us really call him coach. We just go Kyle or we just go by first name. There's no there's no anything in between anymore, it feels like. But no, talking with, with Coach Shanahan on Monday, he re- he reiterated that the reports are correct. There are no fractures for Debo in the same show that he fractured earlier in the season. It is more of a pain tolerance thing, and he was in too much pain at that time to determine if he could even practice this week. So today when he does speak, is going to be a big update on Debo Samuel around 1130 uh, this morning. And I do get from the sense that as long as Debo can handle the pain, he's going to play in this game because I don't think he's going to want to miss a showdown and a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And not only that, to go against C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who he has his own little personal beef with from those Philly days last year. So I I think that this is one of those emotional games where Debo is going to suit up regardless. And as long as he can medically be cleared to play, I think he will. You know, uh, this year they showed us what there are without him. Like, they, they didn't play very well, or their offense wasn't as sharp. They had those three games in a row. I think they scored 17 points. Um, it, with time, can Kyle find a way, if Debo doesn't, to – you're not going to get the same player as Debo, but find some of the same production uh, without him, you know, if they have a full week here to prepare without him? I mean, yeah, that would be the hope, but there hasn't really been a – 
I, I guess, a lesson plan to what do we do break glass without Debo? They've used a lot of different iterations, putting Ronnie Bell in the backfield, Ray McLeod in the backfield on, on those Debo runs. And it just hasn't really worked the same. I mean, they had Juwan Jennings run one for crying out loud on accident. It wasn't on purpose. On accident, they had him run that, run that play. It's going to come down to, is Christian McCaffrey going to deliver again once and once and foremost? Is Brock Purdy going to step up in the moment? Is Brandon Ayuk going to have a bigger game than he did because he was almost non-existent for parts of that game against Green Bay? The other star players, George Kittle especially, have to step up if Debo's not going to play. That's how they're going to fix this. That's how they're going to get past losing Debo because losing Debo, you know, we talked a lot about it during the season, in offseason, who's more important, Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk to this passing offense? And frankly, they kind of need each other. They're, they're, they're kind of a Batman and Robin, but more so two Batmans on, on, on this offense because they, they just don't function the same without one of them. And I mean, the Niners have scored 30 points when Debo's playing without him 18 points. I mean, that's a glaring miss without Debo Samuel. So you can't replicate that production. The only, only thing you can hope for is that the other star players step up in his absence. Emil Fragoso, Sacktown Sports 49er insider joining us. What scares you the most about the Detroit Lions, and why is it Aiden Hutchinson? <laughs> it should be Aiden Hutchinson. That man's a beast. That that was my guy coming out of college. I was big on Hutch. Yep. I was like, that's my PJ, uh, J.J. Watt right there. Um, but in terms of the Detroit Lions, it's their offense. It, their offense is super, super dominant. They are number one in red zone trips this year, I believe it. 67% converting on those trips in red zone offense. They, they score touchdowns. And Jared Goff, for all his, you know, I guess, flaws and – hindrances he's been very productive under under dan campbell this year and with this creative offense and so i think with that especially with their very potent run game and jameer gibbs and david montgomery they have to niners have to stop the run it's a cliche yes and they weren't able to do it last week against aaron jones but maybe this week will be the week they stop that because if they let jameer gibbs go on that outside run and he gets loose i don't think you're catching them yeah you think it'll be more of a shootout emil because i think the niners will be able to score on detroit <laughs> Yeah, that's really going to be the key here. Detroit has one of the worst defenses in the NFL and has allowed 345 or more air yards in five straight contests. And that's not even against good competition. That's just against regular NFC and regular teams. So playing one of the best offenses in the Niners is going to be a real challenge for the Detroit Lions defense. And that's going to be the kicker is that you got to come out early and hot because what you can allow is for Detroit to get on a 10-0 run to start this game. So for Detroit, it's going to be – Run the ball down the throat as much as you can. The Niners uh, have shown at times lately that you can run on them. And then what? Laporta and maybe Ertz around the middle. Amon Ross, St. Brown. That that's that that sounds like their their ticket to success. That and some over the top shots. The J- yeah. Jameis Williams, yeah. Josh Reynolds. You know, picking your spots. You know, running running complimentary football. You know, not trying to go for the home run ball the whole time. Try to get four or five yards on first down then go to second down, then get a third and short. Because once you get to third and short, everything opens up for an offense. And this is for the Niners and for the Lions included. So it's going to be a, a, a game of attrition and another game of a battle in the trenches like it has been even with the Packers last week. And, Emil, it does look weather-wise like it's going to be okay. I know last weekend whether Purdy had some struggles throwing the ball. Um, guy, the Niners slipped a lot during that game. It looks like it's going to be pretty clear for Sunday, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks to be about 68 degrees and dry, some clouds, but no actual nice. rain. So that's good news i mean it's been raining off and on uh here in, in northern california for the last like two weeks so who knows how that's going to factor in with the field they, sh- they probably have the tarp over it right now um this niners team has to find a way to figure out how to play in suboptimal conditions though this has been a, a thing all season for them is 
unless if the weather is perfect, they're great. But when the weather gets a little dicey, that all things are up. And that's the mark of a truly great franchise that you can overcome other conditions. They were able to do it just barely against the Green Bay Packers, but they got to show more heart against these Lions and more passion against these Lions if they want to get done, even with regular weather conditions, because the Lions are not going to roll over. They're not going to shoot themselves in the foot at the end. They're they're going to have they have the offense to just be potent and, and keep scoring touchdowns. From the tax line, I think this is interesting. Scooter, actually, YouTube chat. Why couldn't they just have uh, Christian McCaffrey step into Debo's role if he can't play and put Elijah Mitchell behind uh, behind Brock Purdy? It, 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 normally, I'd blow that off and be like, yeah, okay, dude. But honestly, you think about it a little bit. CMC is not Debo Samuel, but he's kind of he's kind of Debo Samuel. No, it's a, it's a fair point, and they might do it. I've been clamoring for more Elijah Mitchell touches the last few weeks. He showed a lot of heart against Washington and then against the Rams in CMC's absence. I really like what I saw from, the, for, from him for a guy who's been hurt for the last two years mainly. I would love to see him get some touches, and I'd love to see Jordan Mason get some touches in, in, in short yards just because he is such a brute force running in between the tackles. Don't have him do too much in the passing game. Just have him go get the extra three or two yards that you need to get to get that first down. Switch it up on them. Make them look at different formations, different people, because when the Niners have gotten too reliant on CMC, bad things have happened. They can't be so reliant on one player to solve all their problems. That's Emil Fragoso, Sacktown Sports 40, Niner Insider joining us. And hopefully when we talk next week this time, it will be about you packing your bags and heading out to Las Vegas uh, with uh, the crew that we have assembled here from Sacktown Sports and, uh, see if we can't get some extra coverage. We are, of course, the home of the Niners, Jason. I don't know if you know. Yeah, that I did not. know that. And I will take a. I would like a protein smoothie and <laughs> uh, throw a soda in there if you would as well. Prices look right over here. Uh, let me see. Let me see what I can get you. Well, you do you want do you want a, a mango madness orange? What do you want? Yeah, get mango madness orange sounds good. Sounds good. That sounds really good. That sounds like it'll get me through the rest of the morning. Okay, do you want a regular or a large? <laughs> Large. large, come on, bro. I mean, I, I gotta ask. I don't, I'm not, I don't want to assume here. Large. Leon's getting <laughs> larger. Thank you, Emil. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hundred percent, hundred thousand percent. He did not get that reference. No, 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 no. Hey, John, big tree <laughs> did not get the reference. Chris, did you get the reference? Yes, and we have to break <laughs> when we come back. <laughs> we'll recap today's top stories: the uh, Hall of Fame. A change of the guard in Milwaukee. And uh, could De'Aaron Fox be golden? I'll tell you about that next. Dave Show with Jason Ross. Call or text at 916-339-1140. On Sacktown Sports. We were just having a spirited conversation. Spirited. Uh, you know... Shout out to Johnny from Airplane. What's his uh, real name? His real name is Steven Stucker. Okay. Uh, he played uh, 
the role of Johnny Henshaw Jacobs. Didn't know he had a last name. I didn't either. Much but... less two. Hey, that's my name, too. <laughs> uh, in the movie Airplane. By the way, uh, Jason, to answer your question off the air, he appeared in 1977 uh, in the John Landis cult classic, and I think it's on Netflix, Kentucky Fried Movie. Oh, yeah. He love was He was a courtroom stenographer. I, I love it. But <laughs> it's, it's funny. There's some funny There parts. are some hilarious yeah. parts. And the age I first saw it. When I first saw a Kentucky Fried Movie, I was younger than my kids are now, and I yeah. wouldn't let my kids near that movie. Fish for dinner last night? <laughs> there was a group of people in trouble at one point. <laughs> so Johnny from Airplane, for all you old heads, he might be the best example of an honorable mention to Val Kilmer and Tombstone, mm-hmm. who I always point to. is You want to talk about stealing yeah. the show. Johnny had like six lines in Airplane, and as you said during the break, they were all bangers. You know what, though? That movie, like Barbara Billingsley also, <laughs> and she had even less. <laughs> that movie was just so stupid. What? No, in the best possible, the way I love There's it. There's only one river. river. I was just thinking the same. But she <laughs> And my, and my, fa- my family hates it. Really? They didn't get it. It's a, I think it's the an kids, age you thing. Mean? The kid, they thought they it was like Melissa, it's Melissa thought it. Melissa, who lists Encino Man as one of her favorite funny that would movies, win the Academy Award, right? To, for her and uh, son-in-law with Polly Shore right behind it, thought hey, Airplane was bad stupid. Son-in-law, she thinks Airplane's stupid. <sighs> I mean, it is. I just don't yeah. get it. Okay. Have you showed them Naked Gun or any of those? Yes, they the kids love Naked Gun. Enrico Palazzo I had and to... Nor, Norberg. Yeah, that's Nor- one of those ones. That whole baseball scene yeah. for everybody. makes me laugh every time, yeah. every single time. There is never a time. I, not only have I not not laughed uncontrollably, but there has never been a time that I haven't laughed so hard I was crying. For me, the all time number one Naked Gun rankings. When he, when he had the open mic when he was peeing. Like, I cry laughing every single time. And then secondly, Norbert flipping out. over the... Yeah. Mine is him trying to not call an out, and the catcher gathers up. Right. He throws the balls up, misses right. them, gathers them all up, completely blocks a place. He doesn't touch it. Safe! safe. <laughs> and the manager loses it. Also, his singing of the National Anthem yes. pretty good, too, when he, when he loses the lyrics. Yeah. That's an example, too, when you think about actors. Like, Leslie Nielsen was a serious actor. Yeah. And then he got, the studio hated the fact that they were casting him in Airplane, didn't think he'd be funny at all. He ends up, I mean, his, the second part of his career is better than the first. Yeah, he was great. And that, and obviously Naked Guy. Oh, gosh. Uh, anyways, uh, not to end on a sad note, but... We were looking to go. We, we kind of stumbled onto this. I knew that he had, he passed away due to AIDS complications in 1984. Talking about Johnny from Airplane. Uh, he was, but then what caught me, he was 38 when he passed. Now, if you remember what Johnny looked like in the movie, I would have guessed he was in his 40s in the easily. movie. Easily. Yeah. He's 31 years old in there. I don't know. Everybody in the 70s looked like they're in their 40s. Dude, honest to God, that is the craziest thing. What's going on? When you look at that, like, look at old pictures of, like, Don Sutton with the angels with, like, the gray hair, the curly grays coming. he's 32. Yeah, he's, like, 32. You always see the one with, like, George Blanda versus Tom Brady at the same age. George Blanda's face looks like a catcher's mitt. Tom Brady looks 21. Yeah. 
uh, something's happened, man. Somebody posted a video of like uh, it was high school, a uh, high school class in like 1990, and they're playing like "I Remember You" by Skid yeah. Row and all that. I'm looking at the class and I'm like, they all look like they're 37, huh. but then you have Ralph Macchio, right? Who still looks good. Yeah. Same with Rob Ugh. Lowe. <laughs> what? No? Oh, no. has he has he Have you seen Cobra Kai? Admittedly, I haven't seen yeah, no. Admittedly, I have not seen um uh, uh I've not seen Cobra Kai and I've not seen him lately. Oh, do yourself a favor. Really? One of the best shows on television. Cobra Kai is one of the mm-hmm. best shows on television. Yes. Jason, have you seen it? I have not. <laughs> <clears throat> you his favorite movie is MacGruber. Yeah, that well, I, I always run everything. You through haven't that seen MacGruber. Have you? I haven't, which MacGruber is why. I, and I will tell you this, Dave. Yeah, fantastic. it's right up your alley. MacGruber is fantastic. You know, honestly, you two endorsements for MacGruber. Yeah, if I got, I, I'll be honest. If both of you are heavily endorsing that movie, then maybe it's time I go. And you know what? I'm probably going to love it because my expectations are like negative 30 and there are there are people i'm like oh this isn't for you this isn't but i will say like oh no you'll enjoy it okay all right if you like the some of the stuff you said you were laughing at with johnny and yes it's not slap i mean there's, right anyway it's there's not- one scene i know that you will absolutely love i like movies that are stupid and when i say stupid and dumb i'm not using those as insults like airplane is so dumb there's so many dumb concepts stupid funny yes I and also, movie. like, you grew up in the era of, like, the HBO action movie, yes. like, on TV. Yes. It's okay. Just think of that. Do you remember the movie Kung Pao Enter the Fist? Yes. I just wanted that came out the other day. <laughs> Again, that movie is 90% unbelievably stupid. Oh, know who I got to see the movie who loved it? Who? Doug Christie. Kung Pao? <laughs> no, no, no. no. Oh. McGruber. <laughs> yeah. And he loved it? Yeah. Yes. But even if you get 90%... Like, came back and was quoting the movie. Wow. Yeah. Even, like, did a call on the game. <laughs> really? Yeah, from, from MacGruber. Those are three pretty, pretty heavy endorsements. But you could get 90% stupid and the 10% was worth it. That's exactly like, right. Like, if it's that funny, That's the exactly right. That's yeah. why, like, Kung Pao is the yeah. dumbest movie in the history of creation, but there's, like, five laugh-out-loud, I'm-dying scenes. Yeah. And there's not enough of that, yeah. by the way. We need more of that. As we go to break, because this segment's just kind of a hodgepodge. Johnny, Johnny screwed the whole thing up. Yes. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> uh, shout out to Sacramento's own Greta Gerwig, who did a movie called Barbie about women's empowerment and so many other messages in there, and it made over a billion dollars, but she didn't get nominated for hmm. Best Director. She got nominated for Adapted Screenplay. Whatever. Whatever. Nominated for Best Director. She deserves billion dollars. Barbie. It should win Best Picture and she should win Best Director simply because if you'd have told me they were going to make a Barbie movie and it was going to gross over a billion dollars, that in itself is worth, it should win every single award. Like what's next? Hot Wheels? G.I. Joe, but like Oscar winner, but like no, like serious G.I. Joe. Oh. Like like Platoon meets G.I. G.I. Joe. Let's G.I. get Operation. G.I. Joseph. G.I. Joseph. Yeah. Operation. Yeah. Just take all the shoots and ladders. I need to get the spare rib, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm hungry. When we come back.
Uh, what to watch tonight? Yeah, we'll recap some of the stories as well. We promise next. in the morning to get your sports fix. Live and vocal. The Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross. Apparently there's a Hot Wheels movie coming out soon. Are you being serious? She has it on the deadline. Well, then it's serious. <laughs> then it's true. We got stuff to get to, but... Are the cars talking? Yeah, what if that's what it is? It's like a car's ripoff, but it's Hot Wheels. There's uh, a I- show, I think. Isn't there a Hot Wheels show or something like that? Is there? Or at least there was. I just want to say this. I just got a Facebook update during the break, and I'm obviously not going to use the names. And I'm obviously passing no no judgment. Hey, very, very famous philosopher once said, if it makes you happy, it, it can't be that bad. Well. Well, show crow. So we have not the family friends that we always vacation with and stuff that I talk about on the radio. Not them. But, like, Family friends of ours, a couple that we've known since uh, the kids were born. And we haven't talked to them in a long time, but, you know, we know them pretty well, right? And she she puts out this update. Again, I'll, I'm not mentioning any names. Some people know this, but I've decided to go public. Mm. And I have been polyamorous for over a year. And then they go on to explain the whole thing. Again, no judgment, right? But didn't expect that one. And I don't even know how to, do you, do you bring it up the next time you see them? For those of you who don't know, that means like, it's like Jason, you and I are married, but then you're like, Hey, I want, I want a, you know, other relationship. And I go, I want another relationship too. And then we go have other relationships, but we're married. I think if you bring it up, then it's like, uh, are you supposed to bring it? No, if you bring it up, it's like, are you inquiring? (sighs) No. Right. Oh, 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 no. Okay. No, hundred percent not. But like. They, it's like this big step forward and we went public about it. Like now, is it like my responsibility to be like, Hey, super courageous. No, or is it courageous? Does that count as a courageous thing? I don't know what the rules are. Yeah. That's why I have a radio show. I ask you people. I don't, I'm incredible. What do you mean by you people? <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say I'm incredibly socially awkward. And then you trounced all over that. All right. Uh, Beltre, Adrian, Helton, Todd, Leland, Jimmy, Mauer, Joe. Hall of Famers. Yes. Welcome in. Welcome, Welcome to the club. in. Welcome to the club. Yeah. You get jackets. They do. Don't they? I know football does. Does baseball? I feel yeah, like I they so. do. No, don't they get jerseys? What? Yeah, it's like a, a white Hall of Fame jersey. Hmm. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get, do they still Wait. get busts? Yeah. Or they get plaques. plaques. Not a bust. They don't get a, hold on, I thought they got a bust. That's no, it's football. a plaque. Who gets a bust then? Football. And a jacket. Oh, and a Yankee. Don't the Yankees get busts in the no, field of dead Yankees? No, that's also a plaque. Yeah. The field of dead Yankees. You know what I'm talking not, about? The, what is it called? Where the not cemetery. That. It's not. No, there's a, a thing. Monument. Mon, is it, but isn't there a name for it? It's Monument Walk, Field, Monument Corner. Yeah. Monument Boulevard. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure looks like a Hall of Fame pair of jackets to me, pal. Is that when they joined the Reds Hall of Fame? <laughs> <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're red. Well, that's stupid. You get a jersey? Who's wearing a jersey? Have you been to any of the Hall of Fames? 
And if not, which one would you want to go to? Or would you even Springfield, Canton, Ohio, Springfield, Massachusetts, or Cooperstown? Cooperstown would be number one. That's funny. Baseball would be your number one. Because baseball is my longest love. Yeah. Although we're we're polyamorous right now. But (laughs) baseball is always going to be, you know, the one. Um, I, that's a coin flip because we almost, I almost went to Springfield when uh, Mitch got, we were going to go, uh, support when Mitch got into the basketball. Hall okay. Of Fame. Um, but Canton, there's something about the pro football hall of fame that just seems just, and it's in Canton, Ohio, which I don't know what that's like, but it seems Midwesty. It, well, it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like, like tree lined streets and Rudy's running around and, you know, what it, it, it all looks like the scene out of Few Good Men and Big to me, even though those were on the East Coast. But that's what I think Canton, Ohio looks like. Okay. I was just, I would, yeah. what about you? Same? No, I've never been to any of them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever had a like desire, but like if you're there, certainly you want to go. You know, I don't I would, know that I'd make a special trip. So yeah, I would never make a trip for it. So you don't think this summer we should take the show on the road and go to all three Hall of Fames and broadcast live from there? Well, that's different. That's summer content. Happy <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, Chris just sent us the jerseys, and if we had a YouTube producer, we'd throw them up for you guys right now. That's just that's that's cheap. That's weak. And by the way, can you buy can you buy a Hall of Fame jersey? Like, if I want to wear a Hall of Fame jersey, that for, looks like they work at a restaurant. That's what I'm that's saying. Crap. Oh, it's just missing more flair. Yeah, that actually makes sense. To make more money, you would want to do the jerseys because people would buy them. Are people going to buy a jacket? I feel like you should get a jersey and a jacket. And the jacket is what the players get because when they all go to... Why do you need a jacket? You know what? I'm going to send you a I'm going to send you a phone number. I want you to call him and see if he'll come on, but if he doesn't, I don't want to say it out loud. Um just see if he'll come on like super quick. Yeah, I I don't cuz you get a do you get a jacket? You get a jacket for basketball, right? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I, yes, you right. You don't. Yes, this is rocking my world. Hawks and Warriors tonight. <laughs> we can uh, scout. Yeah, our front our, end of a back to back for the. How do you have Joe Montana's number? <laughs> Stupid Homer cell. Uh, that's the cell. We have the home number too. Uh, Hawks. Yeah, would you just call just call him and see? Just tell him it's me and ask him if say hey, just wants to ask a real quick question about you. You know what I want to ask? Uh, Hawks Warriors Kings face the Warriors tomorrow, uh, so we can do a little scouting. Yeah. last opponent, next opponent. Do you want like seven overtimes? No, because we they probably win. Then like I'm finding this out. No, I want you know what I want. I want a twenty. What is it disconnected? <laughs> no longer in service. Oh really? All right, let me send you something. Uh, We've got a break very shortly. Yeah, okay, that's, that's fine. It could be the next second. Um, I want, no, you know what? I want like a 40-point Warriors win. Okay. That's what I want. So I want as rested as possible. They're feeling good. Yeah. Bring it on. Yes. All right. Why not? Um, Grizzlies at heat. We should get uh, Scary Terry making his debut yeah, for maybe. Miami. That'd be fun. Uh, Cavs, Bucks. The Cavs are the hottest team in the sport. They've won eight in a row versus the... Is Doc Rivers there yet? That's no. a great question. Joe Prunty, right? So Joe Pronti, once again, yeah. getting the getting the fill in job. 
that sounds weird out of context. Suns at Mavericks. Okay. Two teams Go. that yeah. They're right. Are they both right above the Kings? No, Dallas is right below the Kings. Suns are right above. So well, go Dallas. Well, the Suns have apparently moved to the front of the line where they want to bring in Miles Bridges now, which so seems like a Sunsy thing to do, which is weird. Uh so I say go Mavericks, even though Luke is still recovering from being absolutely embarrassed in front of everybody with that crossover. We'll take a break. When we come back, is it crosstalk time? It is. Crosstalk. We're there. Styles and Watkins. We'll do that next. It's time for the news of the day. The latest headlines, the biggest stories, hard hitting analysis. Yeah, this is none of those things. And now, here's Carmichael Dave and Jason Ross. Yep. Yeah. 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 Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Going around the room, the Atlanta Hawks are allegedly asking for two first-round picks and a starting-level player. That's right. For DeJounte Murray. So, Harrison Barnes and two firsts. Do you do it if you're the Kings? Alan Siles. I do it. That is a bit interesting if you if Harrison Barnes is your guy, not to get into semantics, but if you do that, you play DeJounte at the two, right? Yeah. What happens after that? Who's your who's your who's in the Harrison Barnes spot? Trey Lyles now? Yeah. You better team there. And then you sit herder, I guess. Yeah. Six man with Monk. Now you got more firepower coming off the bench. I mean, I'm into it. Jason or Ross. you send Herder back to Red Velvet land. Mm-hmm. Oh, we yeah. need Red Velvet. We need shooting. Oh, Jason. But I do it. Okay. I'm Allen's just out in. on. I'm out on saving drafts. That's one yeah. for the, the Dejounte Murray trade. Uh, I'm more intrigued by DeAndre Hunter from Atlanta. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Now he's not a better player, but better fit. I don't. Wow. I don't think Dejounte Murray wants to come here. You don't. You what sources? about Doug? The Doug. Seattle connection. Maybe Ooh, I on. think he's. A, I was thinking about this on the. I think ride. he's yeah. a, uh, you know, a little bit like I don't know the full Siakam thing. There's some people that want to fit in, and others yeah. that kind of want to be the dude. Mm-hmm. I think Maybe he's a dude guy. Be the dude. Fit in or uh, fit out, right? Yeah. Everybody wants a dude. Yeah, Chris, uh, Chris, uh, Chris hey, Watkins. <laughs> I was looking at him. Yeah, we're cousins. Uh, something. Like yeah. that. I wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> we probably are. Really wouldn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I too would do it, I, but I'm also a naturally obsessed with Dejounte Murray. Yeah. I think he's yeah, you are a wonderful player. Yeah. And by the way, he's a dog. Yes, you. I mean, have you seen those clips? I yes, mean, he might go sure. too far when he's banging the basketball on that dude's head. <laughs> People aren't thinking enough about <laughs> two Murrays. That's a nightmare. Oh, Dejounte Murray. That's right. Tough. We can't call him D. Dejounte Murray. No. Hey, that was picking up last game. Dejounte. Yeah, Dijon, like Ray yeah. Poupon. Yeah. yeah. There's something there. Chris? Uh, I was in until I found out he was from Seattle. Mm. Uh, now he needs to prove to me that he's no longer a Seattle right. person. That's right. great. Like Sonics and all that. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I think they say no, by the way. I think you're correct. I think there's probably a better offer out there for you. Could him. they maybe do Kevin remove those protections from that pick that's there and then just throw on another one? Well, then what if it was Kevin Herter and basically, well, would it need to be... No, I was going to say three picks, but then... 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know that they want him. I don't know. I, I think you do know. I think let's ask. <laughs> Who yeah, is it over ask. there? Who's the guy? I know. Uh, Wes we, knows him. Uh, yeah, he does. Uh, it's uh, Trent. Not Trent. Uh, damn it, it starts with a T. Anyway. Trent Grisham? No, it's Tom uh, Franklin. Also, it's coming out that uh, Doc Rivers was hired as a consultant for the Bucks back in December. Mm. What would a coaching consultant do? Hey, you know who you should hire? <laughs> you should probably get rid of this coach. Uh, hey, I don't think we need this coach anymore. You really sure. think he is? I am. Yes, you should hire me. Uh, oh, it's Landry Fields. That's not who I was thinking. Hey. Okay. The, tea the tea is silent. The tea is silent. Not much to say on the calendar uh, other than the, the only one I'll, I'll, that's worth talking about is uh, National Peanut Butter Day. Mm-hmm. I will just speak for myself. I always have to have a jar of Jif creamy peanut butter in my house at all times. I just, I love peanut butter. I love it. I love putting it in shakes. I love, if I need like a quick sweet tooth snack, I'll, I'll grab me a spoonful of peanut butter. I love, I'll sit there with a thing of peanut butter sometimes. <laughs> and just eat a scoop of peanut butter and pound some chocolate almond milk. That's like a good late night snack when I don't want to dig into the ice cream. Are you a peanut butter guy? Alan. Yeah, but I'm, I'm crunched up. I'm going crunchy. Uh, okay. mm. Peanut butter, yay. Uh, cr- yay. Crunchy yeah. or creamy? Uh, either one, but probably creamy. Creamy. But either one. Chris yeah, I'm lot. either or. Either or? Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah? yeah. Crunchy, creamy? All in. Uh, probably creamy preferred. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nobody if I, likes texture here. So. Yeah, <laughs> just, you know. Uh, finally, it's National Compliment Day. You're like one of those guys that likes pulp in their orange shoes. Uh, oh, I definitely am. Oh, Extra God, yeah, pulp. I don't want but it. I don't like fall. Chunky. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pulp for sure in orange shoes. Really? Thank you. For All sure. the pulp. Mm. Yeah. I, I, like wanna, to, I like to half be chewing. Yes. I don't want to chew my OJ. <laughs> <laughs> no. You going to uh, finish your pulp? <laughs> today's National Compliment so Day. Gross. Uh, so, Chris, yeah. I like you. Your beard looks very nice today. Thank you. Thank you. Jason, somebody? You gotta give somebody a compliment. I think you should just give us all. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. fine. Yeah, we yeah. thought you were going. Keep it going, uh, Jason. Um, I like your hair. Mm. It's, <laughs> wow, well, I do. It's all shaved in the back. Wow, backhanded no, compliments or just compliments. no? Because I yeah, feel less good about I, my beard now. I, I put up a video. <laughs> I, no, I put up a video of uh, my reaction yesterday to the the, the thing uh, that Pat and Tom played. And it showed the back of your head at first. I was noticing how this guy is crazy. There's no way that you He's can't get out of here. Digging and, himself and, deeper. And, and it was nice and short and coiffed. <laughs> I'm t- look, see, I'm not lying. Wow. Look, see that? Look how short nice that hair is. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking here. It's happy backhanded compliment. Wow. That's right. There That's you go. Right. So Alan, you, you can just skip Alan, me. You don't need one. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, I'm, I'm going to compliment everybody. <laughs> yeah. You're a, you are a big personality. <laughs> I mean, I get it. What? You are, and I appreciate that. Welcome to the station. Thanks. It's been three months. Songs, baby. And uh, Chris, I've known you a long time. Mm. Mm. Celebrity birthdays. Brought to you by... Hey, I got off pretty easy there. Well, that's personal. Celebrity birthdays. Birthdays are meant to be spent with family and friends, and nothing brings family and friends together better than crumple cookies. Mm. That was really a compliment. Mm. I wasn't doing a thing. It's it's nice and shaved. <laughs> I don't like when Chris is laughing. <laughs> yeah. Happy it birthday, help. Ed. Sheeran. Rudy. O'Neal. Uh-huh. Ed. Word scissor hands. Ed Helms. Oh. Uh-huh. Why am- the oh, office. Uh, the, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight yeah. million things. Yeah. Hang on. Uh, yes. 
That's Ed Helms. Aging. The, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is so problematic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ed Helms is actually, he looks Dentist. young. He's 61. No, there's no way. He is. There's no and way. And didn't go to Cornell. Okay. Like he did in the office. He's 52. Uh, Ooh. Wow, big disparity already. Yeah. I'll say 49. Oh, we got three different I'm going to say 47. Okay. All right. It's close, but Chris Watkins for the win. It's the big 5-0 today. Wow. wow. He's younger than I thought. What did Chris say? 49. 49. You're 52. It was close. Jeez. What did you Big say? Big personality over there. Jeez. <laughs> hey, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. Did I take my thing? Neil Armstrong. Diamond. DeGrasse Tyson. Diamond is correct. Oh. Anyone else seen him in concert before? <clears throat> wow. Sick flex. Song sung blue, baby. He's actually Dork. really good in concert. They didn't shit we all sang along. his head. <laughs> yeah. Neil Diamond is how old today? <laughs> um. Neil, uh, Neil Diamond is eighty-one. Mm. Mm. Cracklin' Rosen, your store-bought woman, seventy-seven. You sing like a guitar humming. Seventy-nine. Eighty-four. Chris for for the win. Eighty-three. Mm. Uh, what, did oh. what did you say? <laughs> Wait, what he said? What did he say? Eighty-four. Oh. Dave was actually asking. Uh, <laughs> but I was. By the way, uh, one high-level assistant coach available and under consideration to rejoin Doc Rivers in Milwaukee, Dave, Dave Yeager. Yeager. Wow. Oh, How'd you, know, you know that? <laughs> you know what? You have, you have good inside sources. Wow. Look at how he's doing this. Happy birthday, Aaron. Judge. Arson. Rogers. Aaron Burr. Sir. Aaron, sir. Aaron Neville. Oh. Ah. I don't know much, but I know I love Cocoa butter. Merry Christmas, baby. Fabric of our life. Um, Aaron. I don't know what any of that was. <laughs> I understand none of that. Uh, um, Aaron Neville, by the way, a lot of people think. Okay, Bill Renta. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> People think he sang with uh, Linda Ronstadt in uh, with the in the Fievel song, but that was uh, James Ingram. Okay, yeah. that was Luther Vandross. No, it wasn't Luther Vandross. No, no. Uh, Aaron Neville is eighty-two and cut. By the way, still he's yeah. yoked. Eighty-two. I didn't like that from Jason. So I'm going to say seventy-seven. Seventy-five. Seventy-eight. Carmichael Day for the win. No, eighty-three. You played me. Wow. Yeah, I just was. I forgot how old he was. Here, one <laughs> stop, Aaron Neville shop. Um, what? One stop, all things Aaron Neville. Oh, okay, that's me. Happy birthday, okay. Mary. Jay Blige. No, Tyler she just Moore. had one. Tyler Moore of Nazareth. Uh, Mary Magdalene. Mary Mary. Mary Mary. Mary Mary. Mary Potter. Quite contrary. Nice. Tell me how your garden grows. Um, she was just in the news. Used to be. Well, she could still be. Steamer. Little Lamb. Mary Lou Rhett. Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's also in Scrooge. Uh, was she? Mm-hmm. Mary Lou Rhett. Uh, you would know that if you saw the movie, Jason. Yeah, yeah it's a great movie. Mary Lou Rhett is, uh, is fifty-nine today. Yeah, she's she's the big six zero. Mm. 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 Do you know who Mary Lou Rhett is? All the time. All the time. 64. 62. Uh, um, what did you like say? 60. What did you say? I said 59. <laughs> Dave for the win. 
56. Ah. Uh, Mary Lou! Uh, Crossing the other one. Yeah, I didn't really like the rest. No? Just <laughs> give us one. Um, They were all so good. Whoa. No, go ahead. Brian? Boitano. Knight. Wilson. Well, he said Mary Lou Rhett, <laughs> dude. Brian Cushing, former linebacker. Oh, oh yeah. He's uh, 40, Packer, 42. Right? Yeah, I like that. 44. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Zons. <laughs> 38. 39. Chris Watkins for the win, 37. You guys saw this Las Vegas show, Lovers and Friends? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know if it's ever... Has it ever actually happened? It happened last year. I was okay. told it happened okay. last year. Yeah, I don't know crazy. if it was a similar lineup. It's always, it's always crazy. Yeah. How are they going to do it all in one day? Uh, different stages. That's garbage. Yeah, there's going to be like five different stages. And you by the way, yeah. by yeah. the way, I went to the dentist, found a new dentist out here in Sacramento, <laughs> and they're one of those more new age dentist spots. Yeah. They played, they had an Usher playlist going. Stop disrespecting Usher. Yeah. The Super Bowl is going to be wow. ridiculous. They are. Kyle. They are. <laughs> He's got bangers. <laughs> that, was, that was a dentist drill, but to the tune of an Usher song. I got it. That and more coming up next. Styles and Watkins right here on Sacktown Sports.